A different day, but we ain't here. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, some things happen. Yeah, yeah. Personal and otherwise. But, you Put, know. Push things back. But they're not stopping us. We ain't here. We is for sure going to come with a pot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We having a lot Potter's of Potter's pot, baby. Potter's, Potter's pot. pot, baby. I like it. I like Another it. Another hashtag. Potter's a pot. Potter's pot. Well, that's what the name of this episode. Yeah, yeah, Potter's yeah. Potter's pot. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, we had to make sure we we, we we love we love doing the podcast, so we had to make sure we came in here and yikes had to make sure we came in here and did the podcast. And then last time we slipped up accidentally or whatever, but last time we slipped up it was a lot of people like yo yo yeah. I don't want to say a lot of people, a, a few people was like enough yo, yo. enough for, for the people that watch and the amount of people that was like yo, mm-hmm. it's a lot mm-hmm. or not watch listen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And we appreciate y'all. No question. Family room podcast. Episode twelve. Episode twelve. Yeah, family room yeah. podcast. Episode twelve. Yeah, episode twelve. We, we in here, there. same family, different room. My name is Mike Rome. Stefan Rome. Like I said, we back up in here for another episode, another conversation, another sit down. Uh, we back. We back in San Diego. It don't really matter where we record. Your house, my house. But we yeah. in, we in, we in San Diego at my house this time. Was it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Happy graduation to all the graduates. Yeah. Gra- graduates? No, all the graduates. I'm bugging. <laughs> I'm bugging. All the graduates it's been a long day. It's the end of a long day, work day, all that. Um, but congratulations, to all the graduates. Um, special shout out to our homegirl Alex Butts, um, getting her master's. Shout out Alex, man. Um, from Cal State University San Marcos, getting her master's in social work, man. She been at it, bro. I'm happy for Alex. Um, went to her graduation party. I was glad I could be there. I had to work. I went from work there. I was so glad I got to see her, man. I was mad that I couldn't go. I sent her a probably too long text for the homie, for for the homie to be sitting through. I was like, "Yo, sis, I love you, queen." All of that because I was just upset that I couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but hella happy for all the graduates. Who else we know this? Who else I know this graduate? Ni- uh, Nywish. Yeah, Nywish. Shout out, queen, queen, Nywish. Um, doing the damn thing, man. Doing the damn thing. Um. Respect, respect, man. Respect. That's school is not easy. I know I I didn't like school like that. School is not easy, and to hold and hold it out, hold out, and keep your head down and do what you got to do to finish. Especially getting your masters, man. That amount of schooling, dog, just what you put yourself through to get that piece of paper. Shout out, shout out to all the graduates, all the graduates. Shout out to all, shout out to all the graduates. What I would like to point out the two that we highlighted the black women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, shout out, shout out to them. I mean, yeah, shout out to all the graduates. Um, shout out and respect. What you got to do to keep your head down, and stay focused through that, is um, that's that's the definition of perseverance, man. Cause that's regardless of your personal life, uh, what's going on. Like that school shit don't stop. You know what I mean? Like wifey, yeah, wifey right. tore her Achilles, and the school was like, yo, maybe you should drop out. She's six weeks away. She's six weeks away from completing her degree. It was like maybe you should just drop out this semester. Not no, not no. Oh, we could give you this. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you know how bird is. She refused to do that. Like, <laughs> she refused to do that. She had surgery. Was going to PT, going to class, doing all that stuff, and got her degree. But that's what I'm saying. Like that school shit don't stop. And for y'all to put yourselves through that and to complete that and to get that piece of paper, that validation. Really, that's what I call it. That validation. Um. Respect, respect. It takes a lot. Major respect. And what's old boy's name at Morehouse? We were just talking about him. Pull his name up. Uh, Robert. No, hold on. Let me see. Let me get let his me, exact name. Let me, yeah, let me see. 
Um, yeah, Robert F. Smith, billionaire Robert F. Smith. So I'm on Twitter, and I see like I see a whole bunch of tweets because I mean you know I follow a whole bunch of like black colleges and black you know what I'm saying just different black collegiate different things. Um, and I keep on seeing this Robert Smith dude, Robert Smith people going crazy like yo. I'm about to go to Morehouse, da 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 and all this other stuff. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I pull it up. So dude's a billionaire. He's one of, like, the best businessmen in the country. He's, like, one of the top... He's in the top, six, like, 70 or... I mean, top 100 um, richest people in the in the country. And he was a keynote speaker at the Morehouse uh, commencement, the graduation. And he's an he's a alumni himself, right? Yeah, he's an alumni himself. And he played... At the end of his speech... He pledged to pay off all their student loan debt. All of them just, I'm seeing the video, all of them just started going crazy. It's Amazing. people crying, it's bro. Like, to, the hit that a, a lot of people take to go to college to get that degree, that validation, like I said, it leaves you in debt. And to have that alleviated after that, the day you graduate, it's amazing. That's crazy, bro. They said uh, the estimate was like $46 million or something like that. I mean, he got billions. That ain't nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's a little thing. That's not a little thing, and that that's gonna get people to go to Morehouse just for that. That they got that they got alumni that are, that are good, that's capable and willing to do that kind of shit. And I didn't even plan on saying this, but I'm I didn't even plan on saying this, but I'm glad I thought it right now. I seen a lot of people, <clears throat> pardon. I seen a lot of people online talking about, oh, he only did it for a tax write off. I mean, that's not true. But even if he did only do it for a tax write off, who cares? Why yeah. is that so wrong? Yo. Okay. Why does he care where the money came from? If it's you know what See, I'm saying. See, this was the same thing. I seen I seen this girl post on uh, uh, a tweet. It might have been on Instagram, but she was saying, she was like, when your boss cuts you your check, you don't care if it come from his pocket, his wallet, or his ass. All you care about is if that check clear, and that's all I'm worried about. When he cut this check for these kids, do it clear, and it's gonna clear because yeah. he got it. So it ain't even nothing to question. Like why why like why do people want to find the bad and stuff? Yeah, and this just is let it thing. be an amazing. And this beat. is the thing. He's a brilliant business mind. One of the best businessmen in the country. He's probably gaining something from this. But that doesn't that doesn't like skim over the D. He didn't have to climb on them kids back. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to do nothing to them kids. He's at that and he obviously was moved in a way to do it. You can do a good deed and also benefit from that good deed. That was my thing with the whole Colin Kaepernick shit. It's very, very possible. Everybody acting like because the stance he took that he supposed to be some like broke dude out here. No, he could still want to play NFL football and get paid for it. He still got to make a living. People like, oh, he's just doing that with Nike so he can get a bag. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong. When people that. take a good step, even if they gain in something, like, why? I don't even understand why people do that. It, it don't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he may have gotten the tax right off. So what? You know how many kids right now are debt free out of college? Because of him, I don't give a damn what tax write-off he got. It's not important. And, and I bet though, none of them kids at Morehouse give a damn neither. No, and none, neither do their parents. And really, people don't care at the end of the day. They just want to talk about stuff. Yeah, they just want to talk They're shit. They're unhappy, so they want to, they want to you know, put that on other people. Yeah. Shout out to all the graduates, man. And shout out to what, Robert T. Smith. Shout no, out Ro- to F. <clears throat> Robert, Robert F. Smith. Smith. Pardon, pardon my bad, baby. Robert F. Smith. Robert F. Smith. Shout out to him. But yeah, man, we, we, didn't, even, we didn't even talk about How was your week, man? How was your week, your weekend? How, how um, was that? My my weekend my weekend was really good, man. I had a basketball tournament. I didn't think I was gonna be able to make it to Alex's graduation party, but my basketball tournament went it went whatever, man. Mm-hmm. 
to be honest, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Like we played good in some games. Like we didn't we didn't win a game in the tournament. Um, but we we played good. We played we played all right for the mm-hmm. most part. Like it, it's weird, man. Some of these kids, I just don't even understand what they're there for. Like yo, it's college coaches in the building. And this tournament, it was in San Diego. Damn near every San Diego club is in there. Like, these is your friends and shit walking around this gym. I'm trying to ball. But some days we didn't have it. Like, I had three girls miss because it was uh, they prom. You know what I mean? Like, so we were shorthanded, but it was whatever. But highlight of my weekend, I was uh, really glad that I got to get to um, Alex's uh, graduation party. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that I was going to get to make it because of my tournament, but I was able to make it. Wifey came back and got me because she was already there. It was at her parents' house. I got to see my girl Nikki. Hey, got my girl Nikki um, and Charlie. I said, uh, kicked it with Charlie. It's been a long time, man. Like he was genuinely happy. He was like, "Yo, like it's been forever." Like he was dab me up and everything. Um, graduation party was really nice. Mackenzie was there. All, all Alice's close people. It wasn't a ton of people, but her close people was there. I met boyfriend. I met boyfriend. He cool. He I'm cool. Sure. Jasmine had her man up in there. Wow. I met him. He cool. <laughs> I met him. He cool. Shouts to Jack. Yeah. I ain't talked to her in a minute. Yeah, she doing good. Everybody doing good. Um, Oh, so speaking of my weekend. So, Jesse, right. Jesse and Ty. I'm going to let you get yours. I got, some, I, got, I got a story to tell you. Jesse and Ty get to, they're, they're <laughs> at the graduation party, but Stefan's in town. Stefan in town <clears> from uh, Texas, right? Right. And they like, yo, Stefan in town, he was people down in PB. They uh they got a section in a spot or whatever, right? You trying to roll. And Stephen said, we get there, we be good, we get in, there's no issue. I'm like, me and wifey like, yeah, it's been a minute since we seen Stephen. Like, yeah, we down. Well, I ain't seen Stephen since he left. You know what I mean? So, like, whatever. Me, Jesse, wifey, and Patricia shoot down uh, the PB. We waiting in line. We waiting in line to get in the spot. Stephen like, yo, go around to the back. My guy's going to let y'all in. They don't let us in. So we go, now the line crazy long. Now we go back to the line. We get back in where we was at. <laughs> we get back in line where we was at. Don't nobody say nothing to us or nothing crazy. Like, it's good. Right? Uh-huh. Um, But Jesse, in the course of picking up the little rope, move, trying to move the rope for t- uh, Patricia, um, he knocks the light off the little rail. He see the security guard, you know, Jesse do security. So he go, my bad, man. I didn't mean to mess up your line. You know what I mean? Dude goes, what do you mean? Why are you, why are you apologizing? What'd you do? Jesse's like, I didn't do shit. He's like, are you apologizing for jumping back in line like you on the block, on the spot? Jesse's like, no. I'm apologizing because I knocked your rope down. I know y'all trying to keep a line. You know what I mean? Like, I do security too. Dude tell Jesse to get out of line. Long story short, he tell Jesse he can't go in the spot. Stepping in his man's... Is already in the spot. Right. They got a section in the right, spot. Right, right, right. So Stefan come out. He go, yo, what's going on? Right? And um, homeboy is like, you know what? I told you I told you not to come back out of here again. You got to get out. You can't go back in. He's like, what are you talking about? I got a section in there. And um, dude was like, you, you in and out. You in and out too much. Like, I've had enough. He's like, yo, I came out here one time and I gave somebody money to get in. Like, what are you tripping for? You know what I'm saying? Like, that dude was like, no, 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 no. So, Stephanie, you know Stephanie. He go, yo, money long, bro. He <laughs> call his man, come out the spot, take everybody out of there. We leaving. <laughs> his man come out and go, and Stephanie just hang up the phone. He go, yo. So his man's come out and go, his, ma- his man's name is Moy, I believe, if I remember correctly. His man's go, yo, Stephanie, what the hell happened? 
He's all like, homeboy told me I can't go back in. They're trying to kick, they're trying to kick my brother out. Jesse across the street talking to the police now. So I'm like, oh shit. And I thought that I thought the security guards, cause like Jesse wasn't getting crazy with the dude. He was just asking him questions, like, yo, why are you talking to me like this? Why are you like like are you sensitive or something? Like what's going on? What did I do to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. So the other security guard come over, I'm like, man, we're gonna be wrestling with security tonight, bro. Like all this other shit. But that didn't happen. But we went to another spot. Them fools got another section. And I don't even know the name of the place. Like, I couldn't tell you what the name of the place was. I don't be talking about Stefan told it said the words money long. Yeah. Nice. Him and his man was yelling money long all down the street when he was leaving. He was patting the security on the ground. He was like, I mean, on the back, he was like, yo, it's cool, dog, money long. And his man like came out and what he told him, his, his man turned around and was like, Money long, bro. <laughs> like I was like, yo, this guy like that. All right, we gonna see. Hey. Right? So we go to the next spot. I mean NFL checks. Baby, like, baby. You, like, so we go to the next spot, long ass line outside. They're like, yo, we're not waiting in this shit. Stephen got his girl there. His man's got some people with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Stephen cousin with him. Like, all this other shit. Like, it's probably like 10 of us. You know what I'm saying? He talked to the security. Boom, we in the spot. We get the section. Yada, yada, yada. And good thing we did, bro. It was only standing room in there. Right? But Stephen go, yo, I done paid. Me and my man's have paid for two tables. Pay for all these bottles. Like, yo, these bottles better get drank, bro. <laughs> you know, Jesse. <laughs> okay. Whoop. Like, we sipping, right? We sipping. Really good evening. Yo, my 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 turn up partner is Patty, bro. Every time I'm out somewhere with Patty, bro, we have a ball. Me, wifey, and Patty going up in the section. Like, whatever. Like, yo, a lot of dark liquor, man. <laughs> a lot of dark liquor. It was a real good night. Everybody got home safe. Um... Jesse hit me the next day. was like, how you doing? I was like, yo. Okay, so, look, let me tell you. We was out all night, and we had to drive back to Oceanside mm-hmm. because we left the cars at Alex and them's house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we go back to Oceanside that night. I get home. No, I get to the car. It's probably like 2 a.m. I get, we get in the car, get wifey in the car. We driving back. Um, Get back to the house, probably like 3-something. I stopped at Canes, you know, Canes is 24. I'm in I'm in Oceanside. I just stopped in Vista, got some Canes or whatever. Um, and for those of y'all asking, no, I'm not driving drunk. I had a night, I got got the Uber home, we chilled, then I got in the car and I and I drove. Like none of that. So I get the canes, get to the crib, and I can't sleep. You know, like you've been up so long you can't like get to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I've been up, I've been up all day, like from my I was up at eight o'clock that morning. Because I had to go to my basketball tournament, right? It's now 3.30, 4 o'clock, and now I can't go to sleep. So I'm just nibbling on cans. I don't got no appetite. I don't got no nothing. That'd be the worst. Uh, so now I, hell, I was hella hungry. By the time I get home, get done driving, all of that stuff, I ain't got no appetite no more, right? So I'm just sitting up. I went to bed at 6 and had to be back up at 8 and was up all day the next day. Mm. So I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling good just from that. I was tired, but that's why I say I went out with the kids because I had a night and I can't get it like I used to. Like that that next day where you like, yeah, whatever. Like let's go again. Hell nah, I was tired, bro. But that shit was hella fun. Shout out Patty. Shout out Patty. Every time I think the last time me and Patty went out, besides like when we be, get together with the family, um, is when we went out for Jesse's birthday and we got another section in the downtown club and we went up that night. We went crazy that night. Like we was going hamburger. <laughs> you heard the doorbell in the family room? 
Yeah, shout out to Patty though. I don't think I ever really had an opportunity to really get it in with her like that. Yeah, I mean outside outside of the family parties we'd be having. Right, but even at those, and I never, I, I don't think I've ever really had like a moment with her like that. Oh yeah, me and not me and Patty growing up. I talk I talk to Patty pretty often, like whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or mm. we text or whatever. I talk I talk to Patty pretty regularly. But yeah, man. Action pack week, action pack weekend. I had a pretty cool week. Uh, not actually, I didn't. I'm just saying that because that's what I'm used to saying. My week was low key kind of stressful until until the weekend hit. So Baron got sick. Baron got sick and uh, stayed home. So he went to school, got sick. Or did he? Did we keep him home from school? I think we kept him home from school a day, and then he went to school and got sent home. And then we kept him home for a day and then tried to send him. And then they was like, nah, he still got a fever. Like, he got to go home. And you can't come back until you don't have a fever. And he got to be 24 hours, no meds. You know what I'm saying? Like, no symptoms, no no fever, 24 hours, no meds. So, uh, we ended up coming back home. Um, me and wifey alternating days staying home with him. On her day off, on one of her days off, she take him to urgent care. Find out the little homie had pneumonia. That was scary. So we dealt with that. You know, got the antibiotics, got all the meds and everything. He's solid now. Today was his first day back in school. Teacher said he had a great day. So that was dope. But yeah, it's kind of scary. I mean, I enjoyed... Sounds bad. No, nah, that's how everybody feels. I enjoyed not being at work for a couple of days. And it gave me a time to really sit home and, and edit you know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of the stuff that I needed to edit. So I was working. No just, content? I was working for myself. I just wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, I was cool. And then, so today's the 21st. So what, two? A few days ago, the 18th was our, uh, the May, 8th, May 18th was our sixth wedding anniversary. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So we went and, uh, so we went out to Ontario. We wanted to do a little shopping. Wanted to spend a little money for a change. Spend some bread. So we went on to out to Ontario, got a hotel out there about like 10 minutes away from the big mall, Ontario Mills. I love Ontario Mills. Went in there, you know what I'm saying, got got some shoes, got sure myself. You got the Nikes I seen on walking? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like nice, appreciate it. Uh, got wifey some shoes, got myself some shoes. It's finna get Baron some shoes, but when when we went back that second day, it was a Sunday, and you know you know how, you know how Keisha is with big crowds. Yeah. She was like, she went in the H, and we walked, we did one, not even a lap, Bro. we didn't even go across the whole mall. We walked over there, like right over there by the uh, by the Nike factory. Yeah, and she went inside. That's right by the food court. It was crazy yep. out there. And she went into one store, and was like, "Yeah, I've had enough." And this is one of her favorite stores. It's like, "All right, I've had enough. Like, I'm ready to go." I'm like, yeah. "Out of the store, out of the mall." She's like, "No, I'm ready to leave the mall. Like, there's too many people for me." Even even people, bro, that ain't got like even people that's I would say better with crowds than Keys. Ontario Mills a lot. It's a lot. That's a big ass mall, and, and on a I, Sunday, I don't think I had ever been before. I've never been in that mall, and it not been a nut house. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in that mall, and every line in the food court is like forty people long. It's like, yo, what the hell? Like, yo, all this fast ass food ain't this good. Like, yeah. So Ontario Mills was cool. Ontario was cool. Sixth anniversary was cool, and that, and all, and we took Baron with us. And see, we were gonna cancel the trip, and I've told you about this already. We were gonna cancel the trip. Because everybody, because I, I got sick staying home with Baron. Keish got sick staying home with Baron, and this dude got walking pneumonia. Yeah. So we all sick, and so we were gonna cancel the trip and not even go. But then we go to cancel it. Uh, I made the reservation. Uh, wifey texted me and was like, "Hey, yo, the type of reservation you made, even if you cancel it, they they still go run the they they go get their coins, bro. They they running that. 
I was like, oh, so we going. We we taking our sick asses out there. So we all went out there. And that was our first family out there. That was our first like like whole family getaway. Like we mm-hmm. me and Keish had like done stuff, got hotel rooms out of town and stuff like that, yeah. little staycations, little vacations and stuff, but had never took Baron. And it's funny because we'll be like I was about to say scramble, but making sure we get a babysitter so we could have the free weekend. And literally, as soon as we get to the room and relax, lay down, be like, man, I wish Baron was here. <laughs> Every time. And so it was not it was nice to have him there. Now. Even though Keish was sick and trying to recover and she was driving him crazy. It was not it was uh I'm sorry, he was driving her crazy. It was nice. It was nice to uh, to have him there. And then so and then so yesterday, so that was my week and weekend. We left uh Friday, came back Monday, which was yesterday. And so I come I come back yesterday. Um nope, see I didn't even go do them like that. But I definitely gotta tell you the story. A good friend of ours good friend of ours had hit me up a couple weeks ago saying that he wanted to go out last night. Yeah. I'm like, all right, bet. He said he wanted to, uh, what he say? He wanted to go to the gun range. He wanted to go down, to, uh, go in North Park, get some drinks, do all of that. And he said he had another- Gun range first, right? Yeah. And he <laughs> said, right. And he said he wanted to, uh, it was another thing he wanted to do, but he he didn't want to tell me yet. We find out later he ends up uh, going to get a tattoo. So that, that was part yeah. of the night. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you exactly who it is off the air, but just yeah. for, the, for the sake of this story and everything that's going to happen in this story, I'm going to just not <laughs> yeah, use no yeah. names and stuff. Um, so, yeah, so we go we go to the gun range. Uh, we, go get a ta- we, we go get his tattoo. And while we're in, actually, the, 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 the trip started happening in the gun range. And so he, he had a young lady. I don't think it's his girlfriend, but he had a young lady out with him that came out with us. To the gun range and everything. Right. Yeah. She didn't want to shoot no guns. Understandable, bro. Like, she's not... Not her shit. Yeah. And it's and I don't want to sound sexist, but I've been to the gun range with females before that, that were kind of on the fence about going, about about shooting a gun, and then they get in there and hear them live rounds, and it's intimidating if you if that's not something that you want to do. Yeah. And so she didn't want to do it. And he got he got in his feelings about that. Like, oh, I invited you out, and it is supposed to be this, and... If you if you figure out who it is, don't say his name. Um, and it's supposed to be this, and I invited you out, and I wanted to spend this time. He didn't make it too big of a deal in there, but he 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 made it a thing. He upset. Noticeable that he upset. He upset that while we're in there. Oh, and his boy that was there. I'm I've only at the gun range, like in Boy Scouts, I shot hand, like shotguns and rifles and stuff. But in the gun range, I've only shot handguns. I usually yeah. stick with the deuce deuce and the forty five. There's only guns I really like. Uh, what that I like to shoot anyway. Um. This dude got the AR-15, bro. And I don't know if you've seen on my story, but I had to shoot it. I had yeah. to. At first, I was like, I'm not shooting that gun. And I seen him shoot. I was like, I got to try it. Gun is dope. Gun is dope. But so while that gun is going off, like, we're all jumping. And I've been to the gun range. This That was probably like my 10th or 11th time. I've yeah. been to the gun range hella times. And so I'm not scared while I'm in there. But this gun was so loud, and in the in the lane, cracking every time, right like, next to me, I couldn't help but jump. Yeah. I'm loading the bullet. I'm loading the bullets in the clip for 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 the handgun, and I couldn't help. I wasn't even afraid. But it's yeah. just so loud and so yeah, close. You can't help it. Yeah. He's upset that people are scared and messing up the vibe at the gun range. So he's already a little upset that the female doesn't want to shoot. That the woman doesn't want to shoot a gun. No, no offense to anybody. Yeah. That the woman doesn't want to shoot the gun. Now he's upset that that we're jumping. Because the because these rounds off an of AR-15 that no one's ever shot before are not dumb, jumping are dumb loud. Not as much as everybody else to keep it funky. Okay. I will keep it funky. Yeah. Not as much as everybody else. Yeah, fuck that. Shit. They're Dang. talking about so that's the first thing we did is the gun range. Um, 
And we're 24 minutes in, still breaking down our weekend, but it's cool. We shouted out the graduates. Um, <coughs> so we leave the gun range, right? They were already talking about they were hungry. Um, the girl that he brought, his homegirl that he brought with him, and his homie. They were already talking about they were hungry. But we all knew that he wanted to go get a tattoo, and this is going to be his first one. So we like, all right. So we ended up not getting the food, like, before we go to the, to the tattoo place. But you should have ate before you got the tattoo. Niggas don't listen to me. I only got two arms full of tattoos. Niggas don't listen to me. Um, so we go, we go to go get the tattoos. While we're walking into the tattoo shop, his homie and his homegirl say that they're hungry. And another person that was there, I'm trying to mop, to make it anonymous the best I can. Another person that was there was like, yo, I haven't, it's, and it's 9.30 at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like 9.15, 9.30. His homegirl's like, yo, I, I ain't ate since like five. The other person that was there is like, I haven't ate since like three. You know what I mean? And I hadn't ate in a while, but to keep it funky, the energy he was giving, I already knew he was going to be acting weird. So I was like, I'm not even going to leave. I'm going to just stay with him. So I stay with him, right? While he goes back there to get his tat, I walk back there with him. Not only because I already know like he invited us all out because he wants us all to share this moment with him. But because I like tattoos. I like watching people get tats. I like being in that environment. I just like tattoos. So I go back there. And while we're all back there, um, and then everybody else ends up coming back there too. And we're all standing around. And it would seem to be like, okay, the vibe is fine now. Like he's not, we're here getting his tattoo. We're in here laughing. We're cracking jokes. Everything is solid. And then his homegirl and his homie start talking about they hungry again and they want to go get some food. And he come with the, oh, what y'all, what y'all want to go on a date or something? And he say it half joking, but it's like, what are you Why talking about? Why would you about? say that to the girl you brought in? Just being childish. Why would you do that to the girl you brought in? Just being childish. Like, look, okay, look, I'll put it like this. Even if you and your boys joke around like that, the girl that's new to you and your boys ain't going to think that shit's funny. But carry on. So she like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he says that. And again, because it's, you know, this is, this is a situation that he set up, yeah. and low-key, because everybody knows how he is, they don't go and get the food. These people haven't eaten in, like, five hours. Yeah. But they don't go and get the food to appease him. You know what I'm saying? To keep him from diving deep into his film. Um, Y'all better than me. I would have went and got that food. I wasn't really that hungry to keep it funky. If I was, I probably would have went, to be honest. I'm getting my food. I'm not sure. Down. I'm not sure if I would have went, but I think I would I'm a I, different person when I'm hungry. I honestly wasn't I honestly wasn't that hungry. That's why I wasn't a big deal. Yeah, that hangry shit is real. So so then we leave, and they're they're at this point, they're like, no, when we leave here, like the night's not over, but we have I, we have to eat. Yeah. We're starving. We have to eat. But that yeah, wasn't a part of but that wasn't a part of his plans. So we end up actually going to a place in North Park, and we sit down and eat. Okay, yeah. Yeah. While we're there, he's on some... And the whole the whole night, all I've been saying is I'm down for whatever. Because I know how he that's is. Your, that's your typical, though. That's your yeah, that, that, is my, that is my go-to. I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm down for whatever. Always. Yeah, yeah. But even on this night and with him, even if I wanted to do something different, nope. Whatever you want to do, bro, I'm rocking with you. Not even on some yeah. condescending stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm rocking with you. I'm it's with your you. night. I'll thug it. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do that for your man. Yeah, and it, and it's not hard to do. Yeah. You don't you don't even think twice about it. While we're out to eat, he come with this wasn't even part of the plans. If niggas wanted to eat, we could have just stayed at home and this that and third, and we could have done this and we could have done that. And I did this. It wasn't part of my plans. I invited everybody here for a specific reason and this that and third. And it's just just making it something that it just doesn't need to be. 
Just making it something that it just does not need to be. So, and then, and then, because it's his day, because it's his day, I ask him, like, what you drinking, bro? Like, what you, what you, I'm, I'm, finna, I'm, like, oh, like, I'm like, you want a shot? What you, what you want a shot of? I'm just, I'm just getting a cup, man. I was like, oh, let me buy you a drink. Nah, it's cool. He's acting weird. Nah, it's cool. Nah, all right, whatever. I order my little veggie burger, eat my <laughs> fries, have my drink. And when it's time to get the bill, he wants to pay for everything. Like everybody's food, which is commendable. He invited everybody out. Your, yeah, but it's your birthday. Yeah, he wants to pay for everything. <laughs> I tell the waiter, bartender, because we're sitting at the bar. I tell a dude when, when he's like, yeah, everybody's on my bill. No, his boy, his boy paid for himself, but he wanted to pay for me, his homegirl, and his other, his other people that was out with him. Um, I really, this is really weird that I'm keeping this anonymous, but I have to for the sake of, for just for the sake of things. Um, so he, 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 he tries to pay for everybody's food. I tell the waiter, I'm like, hey, yo, bro, my food and my drink is going to be on my bill. And then, because he ordered himself a drink and a shot. I'm like, in his shot, put that on my bill too. Yeah. I see him make a face, tells the waiter, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And waiter don't listens to him. Doesn't even let me pay for my own food. Well, I was low-key kind of tight. Like, my, I'm telling you, I'm a grown man sitting here with my own money. And I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> run my bill. And you're going to listen to him. On your day, yeah. But whatever. Whatever. I, and then so we leave him. Everybody like, so what's the move? He like, oh, man, I'm thinking I'm going to just take it back to the crib. Like, all right, bro, that's what you, and I told him, I was like, if that's what you want to do, bro, it's your day, if that's what you want to do. And it's a liquor store right across the street from where we just left. He starts walking in there because I'm thinking, like, it wasn't exactly sure if we were going to go home yet. Yeah. So I'm thinking he finna, we finna go in there, find what we want to drink, go back to the crib and keep the night going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We walk in there. Toast it up a couple times. We walk in there. I don't need y'all to follow me in here. I don't need y'all to follow me in here. Like, I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? And we walk out. It don't make no sense for everybody walking there and ain't nobody spending no money. I'm like, nigga, you don't know what we finna do when we walked in here. I walked in here to buy me a drink because you, you didn't let me buy no other drinks when we was in the spot. I came in here to buy me a drink. You don't know what we all came in here to do, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop with that. Stop it. You acting weird, bro. Stop. We calm down a little bit. We get in the car. He goes in while we're all standing outside talking. He goes back in into the liquor store and buys himself some wine. But because he's all in his feelings, I don't follow him in there. I'm using air quotes right now. I don't follow him in there just to keep him happy. Goes in there, buys himself a bottle of wine, comes back out. We jump in the car. We're going back to his house now. We get we get in his house. His boy doesn't come back. His boy had a final. So it was just me, yeah. his homegirl, and his other people that was there. We get back to his house. And we sitting in there. We talking about music. You know, same regular stuff we always talk music, about. Music, culture. All of that. Yeah, everything. Shooting the shit. Everything. <laughs> Excuse me. We end up talking about he's taking an African he's taking an African American women's studies class. Mm-hmm. He starts talking about that. It's an interesting topic. Very talk about when drinks is when, when drinks in you. Very. I would love to have that conversation like anytime, and especially with someone that's taking that course. I would love yeah. to. So we're talking about that, and then he comes with black men are the most. I forget the word he used, but the most, pretty much saying that black men are held back more than any other demographic in this country. I was like, no, it's definitely black women, but keep going. So what are you talking about? I'm like, it's black women, bro. But but keep going. Keep keep finish what you were saying. He's like, nigga, 
you're not finna tell me. I'm the one taking this class. You're not finna tell me. I'm the one sitting in there with people this, that, and the third. You're not gonna tell me. I'm like, you're right. I'm not sitting in that class. But what I have is 30 years of life experiences. And I've done a little bit of educating myself. And I read on this topic every day because I love my people. I read about this stuff literally every day. And that's not no cap. Every day I do. So I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you these are facts. I'm telling you black women have to fight the same fight that black men fight. But, but, they, have to women. Do it, but they do it as women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not right. only are they the most educated of any group in this country, but they get hired the least and they get married the least. And they still stick up for black men who don't always stick up for them. But we ain't even got to dive into all that right now. I guess is all that I'm saying to him to like, and he's still on that. You're not finna tell me and this, that, and the third. Start yelling over me. And you know how I feel about that. Start talking over me. And I'm telling him like, bro, this is what you, this is what you do. Like whenever, whenever somebody's coming against, whenever somebody has a disagreement with you, you take it as an attack. You start yelling over them and you start talking over them and you don't let them talk. And it's all about what you know, because you're wrong, because I don't accept that. I'm like, bro, and, and that's the problem, because you don't want to accept anything that goes against your opinion or how you feel about things. The world doesn't revolve around you, bro. That's what you think. That's what you think. That's how you act. I don't know what you think, but that's how you act. That's how you act. And so we in there arguing. His people want to get up and leave. And this is maybe like 1230 at this point. Yeah. His people want to get up and leave. I stopped. It's like, nope. Nope, because I'm about to hit this nigga with the real right now. And I need you here because he's not going to accept it. But tomorrow when I'm not here, I need you to repeat all this because you know I'm right. You ain't got to shake your head. I'm not going to put you in the middle right now. But you know I'm right. Everything that I'm saying about him. And I told him, I told him, I was like, bro, let me hit you with the real right now, nigga. Let me hit you with the real. When somebody disagrees with you, nigga, they're not attacking you. When someone disagrees with you, they're not trying to attack you and gang up on you because you say, oh, y'all ganging up on me. No, we just disagree. We agree, and it's a disagreement with your point, but we're not ganging up on you, bro. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, and guess what else? When people haven't eaten since 3 o'clock and it's 9.30, they're not trying to abandon this night that you put together. They're just hungry, bro. They're going to go grab a burger and come right back. No one's abandoning you. That's you being soft and sensitive. That's you being soft and sensitive. Yeah. Get out your feelings, nigga. Get out your feelings. Oh, so I'm soft now? Yep. That's how you acting. That's how you... You gonna lower your voice. I'm like, nah, nigga. If you gonna raise your... You gonna lower your voice in my house. I'm like, all right. But I tried that. I tried that. And you keep talking over me. So every time you yell in your house, I'm gonna yell back at you in your house, nigga. Now, do something. Do something. Straight like that, nigga. What? Do something. He keep talking, keep yelling. I turn to his people, I was like, hey, yo, we need some boxing gloves. I swear I'll pummel this nigga. How he talking right now? We need some boxing gloves, because I dog this nigga. Point out, I was like, I dog this nigga. Do something. It's like, you a dog me? Yes, bro. Yes. 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 <laughs> I know who you talking about. So then, that ain't the end. And I'm going to chop this up. Y'all might not even get this whole story. Might not get any of it the way I'm feeling, but I got to get this shit off my chest. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you a dog me? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. However you want to do it. However you want to do it. He takes his shirt off, takes his jewelry off, starts squaring up. I'm like, oh, yeah. I take my shirt. I had on a button up. I had on my not even trying to like ball. I'm just telling you the story. I had on like four chains, right? Yeah. So I take my button up off, start taking my chains off, right? And it's taking mad long because it's four of them. And I'm not moving it to the front where I can see. I'm just behind my neck doing it. So it's taking mad long. It's like, oh, I'm off this now, nigga. You taking 30 minutes to da 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 I'm like, my nigga, you want, you want me to fight you and mess up my jewelry? I was like, it's going to be quick work, but I don't want you to grab my jewelry and you know what I'm saying? I got to take my necklaces off, bro. And after I do that, just- And to, it's the homie phase. They ain't really about to hurt each just other. Just to clown him one more time because I was that upset. He got me. He took me there. 
Yeah. Just be, and when I did that, I was like, you know what? Let me take my wedding ring off. So when I, when I really get you, I don't really get you that good. Let me take my wedding ring off so I don't really do you bad, bro. <laughs> Let me take my wedding ring off so I don't really do you bad in here, bro. Because it's already your house. You're already finna get beat up in your house. So let me take my wedding ring off so it ain't bloody. Take my wedding ring off. Square up. Oh, I'm off you. Now when I square up, when I'm ready, he off me. Walk to the back. I'm like, exactly. Because you don't want these problems, nigga. I dog you in here. You don't want these problems, nigga. Go to bed. Go in the back and go to... I didn't say that to him. I'm putting, I'm putting a double in now. Like, go in the back. Go in the back. So he come back out. So what, you want to slap box or you want to throw punches? Because if we throw punches, I'm not friends after this. It's whatever you trying to do, bro. I'm not worried about none of that. And while I'm taking my necklaces off, I left this part out. I was like, and if you're really feeling tough, go ahead and get one off while I'm taking these necklaces off. I promise you I still win the fight. Get one off. Sneak me while I'm taking my chains off, bro. I promise you I still get you. Of course he doesn't do that. I mean, respectfully, I wouldn't have done it either. Um, so he come back out. Ask me if I want to square, if I want to really throw punches or slap box. I'm like, it's whatever you're trying to do. He like, well, let's slap box. Because cause if we throw punches, ain't no friendship after this. I'm like, it's whatever you want to do. So we slapping? He like, yeah, let's slap. I dog this nigga. Slap the nigga. Yeah. Dog him. Yeah. Dog him. My first slap? I don't understand. My first slap? Stumbling. him. Had him falling out on his niece's little little bed and little carrier stuff. Dog him. Dog him. Let him get up. Because it's the homie fake. Yeah. Let him get up. He throw another one. He throw a right. Barely skimmed my beard. Throw a left, ducked it. Left, right, boom! Stumbled even again. All in the couch. All in the couch. He's like, all right, all right. I'm like, nigga, you don't want this problem, bro. I've thrown three punches and you didn't hit the ground twice. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He get up again. We coming. He got longer arms than me. I step inside his reach. He get me two of them like this, right? He get me. That's his left hand. So he hit me with a left right. And he's coming at me when he do it. And just because, you know what I'm saying, the cousin put me on some shit, so I know how to, a little bit, you know what I'm saying, hit me with the left, right, I see that third one coming, and I just step inside him, bro, so he couldn't hit me, so it like, his, his like, arm hit yeah, my, his forearm hit your head, hit my yeah. temple, boom, floored him, floored him, <laughs> floored him, <laughs> and now at this point, and to keep it funky, at this point, I'm tired now, yeah. floored him, he's trying to get up, Cause I don't even want to stand up and I don't, this nigga be going to the gym, hitting the treadmill, he in way better shape than me. Yeah. I'm not finna be in here going around All with night, you, bro. yeah, fighting this. And if this was a real fight, and I told him this, if this was a real fight, after that first punch, it wouldn't have been no side of slap. It'd have been a straight on fist. You'd have hit the ground. And if he wasn't boys, I'd have been on top of you rowing the boat. So this fight would have yeah. been over a long time ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm tired. We gonna cut all this out. I slap him. Yeah, leave some of it. Leave some of it. <laughs> slap, slap him, right? That last one, he goes down. Because I want to fight no more, while he's getting up, I just rush him, right? Like, while he's getting up, I just rush him. And, like, with my, with my palm, just push his face back to the ground, right? Just push his face there. And he try to get up, and I just hold my hand there so he can't get up. And he reach up again, and I just grab his wrist. And I'm kind of like, you know you what done? I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, before, and before we go at it, his people's like, I ain't finna watch y'all fight. So they go in the back. And so he holding him down. You like you done? You done? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm not even going some like trying to sun him. Like I was too tired to keep fighting. I'm gonna keep yeah. it funky. Yeah. So I'm like, cold. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? He's still struggling to get up. I'm just, and I, I'm still got to use my strength to hold him down. He's still a grown man. I'm not gonna make it. No, up, no, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying. And at this point, every everybody, it's, it's people in the house. Like, it's two other people in there and a baby sleeping in the house. The two grown people, they hear all of this and can fully hear everything that's going on. All the rumbling, the arguing before, the, everything. Yeah. 
So I don't know if they could tell that it sounded like something else. But while I got them on the ground, all three of them come running out. Hmm. All three of them come running out. Uh, of the three, though, because I ain't going to make it seem like I'm about to get packed out or nothing like that. Of the three, it's two girls and a dude. And it's all family, so it's nice. that wasn't going to yeah. be like that. But the, and the, y'all slap boxes. The dude, the dude, I can't say his family, but he's their family, so he's family. But I don't know him. Like, I don't even really remember his name. But all I hear is him say, all right, y'all done. Y'all done. And so while I'm holding him, I just look over my shoulder like, what is this nigga about to do? And they're all coming, starting, like, to grab my arms so I can let him up. But he's still trying to get at me. So I'm holding him down. And I don't know if his people's because she was like, I ain't finna watch y'all fight. But she wasn't about to stop it because she knew the shit needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Damn, they knew it needed to happen. So when they come out and they grab my arms and I don't let him go, they all three literally turned back around and went back in their rooms. All three of them. So we're struggling all in the couch and shit. Yeah. And he finally, like, and I'm tired. He's still trying to move me, still trying to get on top, trying to, trying to prove something to himself. And I'm like, come on, bro. And I, I stand up. I look at myself. I got on a white T-shirt. It's a little blood on my T-shirt. So I look at my hands. Check myself. I'm all good. Just to make sure I go, I look, I go and look in the mirror in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm solid. And you know how I get when I'm turned up on some competitive stuff. I come out. It's like, oh, I'm checking for blood, but I'm solid. That's your blood all on me, nigga. You got dog in your own living room. On it. <laughs> on it. You know, I know who you're talking about. And you're right. It needs to stay anonymous. And I hit his peoples. I hit his peoples today and was like, hey, yo, I'm sorry that happened. I got outside of myself. I Brothers got, get into it. I got real disrespectful. That that never happen in, in your space again, and I, I, that's why I said that's why I said I know I know who you're talking about because I was gonna say that that for him and apparently because the other people that he shares space with as well know it need to happen. There's been things with me and this same homie, and and homies get into it. And to be honest, like the way we get down, homies like. Homies might have to like see each other. You know what I'm saying? Not on not on no I'ma kill you shit, but on some like, yo, man, we got we got some tension, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really homies with somebody, you've been there. And sometimes like the homie just gotta hear some stuff that he don't wanna hear and it's gonna go there. Like, I mean, I felt like I felt like me in the same in this same homie. And I've been there with, I feel like I've been there with a couple of the homies. Like, I'll keep it a bean. The only, the only, the only one, and this would be dope to talk about when we have our pod with all the homies. But this would be, um, the only one of our homies I haven't been there with is, uh, Isaac. And I, I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've spent a lot of, a, like, me and Isaac was dating girls that was best friends at one time. You know what I'm saying? So we spent a lot of time like outside of the set, like outside of the clique. I won't say set. We ain't no gang and no shit. <laughs> but um, we spent a lot of time outside of all the homies with each other. And when you, know you say I mean? been there with, you talking about fighting or almost fighting. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like me and Kevin have literally been nose to nose about to put hands on each other. Like me and Jesse have had like tense conversations where I've been like, line it up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes that just happened. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't no big thing, but I will say for this for this homie that you're talking about in particular, that has needed to happen. For him. For like between me and him? No. For no, like no, no, a good no. two years. 
No, I'm not even saying for him. So I'm like not a good saying, year. A good year. I'm not even saying between y'all. I'm saying for him. Okay. Because he's used to that stall out. Like, me and him have had disagreements and, like, homies go through shit. You don't talk to your mans for maybe a couple weeks or a month or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, me and him have had extended periods of time where I've been like, yo, next time I talk to this nigga, I'm about to put my hands on this nigga. You know what I mean? Like, and it's cool. Like, it's cool. That's what homies go through. You know what I'm saying? It just is unfortunate that it had to happen on a night like that. And that's like, and, and, and his, you can't even stall out. His people's tried to tell him. It was like, don't do it. You're not going to want to remember that you did this with your best friend on your birthday. You're not on this birthday. You're not going to want to remember that. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm telling you. Don't do it. You know, you know what's funny? Like, me and this same homie, I, I feel like we've been, me and him have gone through stuff to where, like, in all honesty, it's sad to say, but I don't think, like, we'll be the same. Because me and him can't come to that. Me and him can't come to that. And the wild part about it is... The you wild, got more control than me. The wild part about it is, bro, with me and how I was always brought up with stuff, even with me and you, and I tell people, and this, this could sound how it sounds, but, nigga, everybody know how I feel about my brothers. You and Derek are my best friends. But I tell people... I have fought my older brother more than I have fought, like physically fought my yeah. older brother more than I have fought, obviously, anybody else. Like, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can fight a little bit. I mean, like I said, when I was in L.A., the cuz that actually boxed, put me on some stuff. But I can fight growing up because I fought you so much. And dad, you know what I'm saying? I got beat up yeah. a couple times. Dad was like, nah, this is how you fight. But I, you, nigga, you learn by experience. In my experience, I was fighting you a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, well, I'm saying all that to say... With with me, how I was always brought up, whether I fight you or anybody that I love, if we love each other right after there. the fight, we should be able to maybe maybe not right after. If if people say no, it ain't gonna happen right especially, after. Especially somebody just lost. Especially, it ain't especially right if after. you got done bad in front of people too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this wasn't that. But and with me, I'm not expecting to be all gravy now, but I'm at least expecting that hug. Like I know we still mad, but this at least shows like we still people. I'm standing up. I go to hug him. He gets up for the hug. I'm like, come here, nigga. He get up. I hug him. And he pushed me off. Yeah. And the, right. the only reason that I'm so still so turned up, and I don't know if you can hear it in my I'm sure you can hear it in my tone. Most definitely. The reason I'm so turned up is because of how I feel about him and where we left it. I tried to fix it. I tried to come. I tried to calmly come at him this morning. Text and call with some sh- with, 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 about it, and he was just too disrespectful, bro. Like, I love this dude with all my heart, but the 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 way he was talking to me, the way the way he was talking to me, bro. Hold on, let me let me really find it. I, I'm gonna definitely have to cut all this up. But the way the way he was talking to me, I'm feeling like, and I was telling Keish, it might be on site next time I see him, bro. It really might be. And I, I'm really tempted to call and, and tell him that. Like, hey, yo, I don't know how you feel about me. Like, and I, and I love you. And I've been trying to get past it. But you've been on some childish shit. And you disrespected me too much over the phone and over the text messages today. So I'm not going to come looking for you. I ain't got time for that. I'm too old for that. But just know, I'm real tempted to call him and tell him, like, just know, when you see me, be ready to get beat the hell up again, nigga. I'm that, I'm, 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 I'm that upset. Look. Too disrespectful. I feel you. I don't let no. I don't let nobody talk to me like that, bro. And he did a lot of that. He called me that a lot. 
He called me that a lot. I ain't finna scroll through and try to find it all. Look, look, look. You my brother. And most people know me as the, like, I can make an off-color joke. I can say some other shit. You know what I'm saying? I could could joke around with anything, but I don't play around like that. You know what I mean? Like, we boys, both of us got to understand what the end goal in this shit is. And I'll, I'll put it like this. If me and Kevin fought, both of us really going to get hurt. But we ain't never fought because both of us is really going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a respect there. There's a, this shit is going too far because I know how he takes shit and he know how I take shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're dealing with your friends, like, you know who you're dealing with. And maybe liquor and whatever it is, get in that, get involved in that or whatever. And people do something. But when you're sober, you got to be able to be like, yo, man, it is what it is. This happened. We need to get past this and make and, and, and bridge that gap between by whatever happened and where we're trying to get back to. And people got to understand, bro, like sometimes the homies got to have it out. There's no way. There's no way. That we could all be friends as long as we've been friends and not bang it out sometimes. Not bang it out. I ain't going to say bang it out. Bro, it's like busting guns. It's so disappointing because he and I, he and I have had that conversation so many times. I thought it, I thought it would become me and him. Like as grown men, I thought it would be me and him before it was me and you. I didn't ever think that would happen. But you me. see him a lot more than me. I didn't ever think because he and I have had those conversations. We've like This isn't the first time he and I... Have like yelled like yelled at each other on some like friend yeah, yeah, like, like face type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we've we've talked about it later. And he said like, man, you was looking like you was ready to swing on you. Now I'm like, you know, I would never, bro. Damn. What are you talking about? Look, let's let's. <laughs> you had to get some shit off your chest. And you know what? And the pod thanks you for it. <laughs> the pod thanks you for it. But not like you said something earlier, like about getting sick. And it made me think about something. Uh. Somebody pitched to us on Instagram. Um, like, should we be like, how do you feel about getting sick? You said your son got sick, it got the whole family sick. Like, how do you feel about like you got a kid? I don't. But this is something somebody asked us on Instagram. Like, should we be vaccinating our kids? We haven't vaccinated Baron, and we won't. I I would say I don't know how I feel about vaccinations. I know, I know, I know how I feel about vaccinations. I I'm against vaccination because of my experience, but I understand that my experience isn't the majority of what people go through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll say this: the I, I've never had the flu vaccination. I've, I I never get the flu shot or none of that shit. Right? I've never done it my entire life, my my entire adult life. The one time I had it. I got it. I was ten, and mom got it for for me. She got all of us vaccinated for the flu. Mm-hmm. We all went and got the flu shot. You remember how sick I was after that? Yep. I was about to die. I remember. Is that when you got pneumonia? Yeah, I went back to the hospital after getting that. The only time I've ever had the flu in my life. I tell people to this day, I'm immune to the flu. I don't get that shit. I literally tell people I don't get sick. Because I don't, and I haven't been vaccinated. I, my parents definitely got, got us vaccinated as children. At whatever age you're supposed to go in and get your shots, they did that shit like clockwork. 
Bro, my homegirl, Bri- uh, you know, Brianna, we went to high school with, live out in Denver. Bat- yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking to her about, like, last time Baron got sick, she was just like, oh, is he okay? Just because, you know, our, our kids are the same age. Yeah. Um, so, look, in our heads, they're already friends. So, she'd be like, we'd be asking each other about the kids and stuff. Um, Brandon, yeah. homegirl, man. Yeah, yeah. She's going she go to be in town pretty soon, too. I need to talk to her more. Man, let me know, bro. We all should link up, bro. I haven't talked to her in a minute. Like, yeah, but she was saying, she was saying, shit. She was saying um, that she's, her daughter has never been vaccinated. Ever. Like, never been vaccinated. She said she doesn't even take her daughter to the hospital. Or to the doctor, rather. She said hey. she doesn't take her daughter, her daughter to the doctor. Look, and look, and this, this is my thing. I, I don't understand... I don't understand giving somebody a little bit of something. I'm going to give you a little bit of the flu. Because that's all vaccinations are. Unless unless I need to be educated more. And whenever anybody that has any more education or knowledge on this than, than, than me, let me know when you hear this. Like, comment on the Instagram, on the Spotify. Do whatever you got to do. Hit us on the Instagram. Let me know if I'm wrong. But as far as I know, the vaccination is a little bit of whatever it is. Yeah. It gets your body it gives your body a time to adjust and to fight it. So now you're immune to like that dose of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't understand giving you a little bit of something. You have no idea what you could like withstand. I don't get as sick as the average person. I don't know why it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's genetics. You were pretty sickly as a kid. Mm-hmm. So if it was genetics, it would make sense that you were the same way, but it's not. So like I don't I don't understand us doing this broad stroke of give everybody this. So we all got the same amount of whatever this is. You know what I mean? Like when things come into our system, they mutate mm-hmm. and then it's a different strain. It's almost like weed. You could smoke, you could smoke chronic. You know what I'm saying? And you could have a different strain of chronic. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have all these different strains, and they might be slightly off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, motherfuckers don't smoke no more. But the homie that smokes it, he go to the dispensary, and they literally got it, like, sleepy time, uh, relaxation, headache, all of that stuff. Like, they're splitting the strains on a very, very thin line now. You know what I'm saying? Like, smoke this for headache. Smoke this for stomach ache. Like, it's almost like taking, like, prescription shit over the counter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm looking I'm looking at the vaccinations like, okay, this isn't preventing anything. It's just making me a little bit less susceptible to mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't subscribe to that. Because in my experience, the one time I was supposed to be prevented from something, I got it the worst I've ever had it. I've never had the flu. Mm-hmm. Literally, in my entire life. I'm 32 years old. I've never had the flu. Except for when I got the flu shot. But then people would argue that you have never gotten the flu because you got the flu shot. They will argue I've never gotten the flu because I had the flu shot? People would argue that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have it before the flu shot. And I got it when I got the flu shot. I feel it, but I'm just telling you what people would Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, that would would be my rebuttal. So, I, I don't... I personally don't think that we should be like... I, I think I think everything is somebody's choice. Always. It's, these are your children. This is how you want to live your life. If you want to live it by the scientific method of give them this vaccination, so if they do get sick, we can do X, Y, and Z. That's cool. Me personally, I'd rather be like, like, and, and my my girl, like wifey, 
I be saying my girl like I'm still like like I'm not a married nigga. But my wife, like we haven't talked about this because we ain't nowhere near having kids. But I'm pretty sure because of how like she did, like how both of us deal with sickness, we be like stay home from work one day. <laughs> stay stay home from work one day and see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like she was crazy. Like she didn't go to sick. She didn't go to work today because she was crazy sick this morning. Today, right now, when I left the house, she's feeling good. So I'm not, I'm not one that's for the doctors, that's for the medicine and all of that. Personally, like if it wasn't so taboo to smoke weed out here, I would tell everybody, find a strain that deals with your anxiety. Find a strain that deals with those chronic headaches that you got. Find a strain that deals with that knee pain that you got or that back pain that you got. Like I know people that have been in dire pain their entire life. That all when they smoke, they ain't got that pain. Mm-hmm. They smoke to take that pain away so they can get to sleep and get a full night's rest. And then they go to work and they do whatever they got to do. Because at the end of the day, they back going to be hurting again. Then they smoke at the end of the day and then they good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that would be considered a vaccination. I know that they have a handle on a natural way to have a handle on their pain. So I'm not down with the... I look at all that, I look at all that shit as a way to get us to spend more money. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Come in here, get these shots. Of, like, they pitching them at a CVS. Any place that got a pharmacy attached to it, they like, yo, come get a free. When I saw the the flu shots was free, I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. Yeah. This is some bullshit. That was my biggest thing, too. These motherfuckers is free now? Now they tax on the medicine. Now they just giving this one away? Nah, 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 nah. Y'all want us to take this. Why? No. And I'm not with that. I remember, I remember they was giving them away, like, everywhere. Like, yeah. Everywhere. Oh, let's speaking, speaking of care for children. You see the whole, you see uh, Nipsey's uh, sister won custody of his daughter? I don't want to say won, but was given custody of his daughter, Imani? Yeah. How do feel about it? I think it's, I don't, I don't like, I don't know their situation. I don't know. I, I, was, don't... I was just about to ask, do you know any of the other stuff? Like his, his, allegedly the mom hadn't even really spent time or seen the child in, in months. Okay. So that and that she, so that makes sense. That she was unfit, but, but that but that, the was, that was part has of been there, right? Yeah, because I mean, you could tell from the home going service that it seemed like she was right next to him. A yeah, lot. They, they say when, and of course, because all the business he's involved in, and he, he traveled like part of his job is to travel. Yeah. Whenever he was gone, like the daughter was with him. Was with the, was with his with the sister. sister. Yeah. Okay, then I'll, I'll say this: I don't know everybody's family dynamic. I don't know what people go through right. in all of that situation. I don't have kids. Um, not gonna have kids for a while. But I, I would say for I would say for any for any I always think from the child's sake. I always think from the child's perspective, what is best for the child? If the child that every time Nip was gone was with sis, the next person that should have that child is sis. Because that is that child's norm. This is not a change for me to be here. If mom ain't been around in months, now dad gone forever. But they said that's what at the at the hearing, that's what the sister was like, like hella tearful. Like I haven't seen my daughter in months. They said the judge actually cleared the. They court said room. the mom, the mom. You said the, sister. Sorry, the mom yeah. was like, I haven't seen my my daughter in months. And the judge, shout out to the judge. Clear the courtroom and let the mom and Imani have to have twenty minutes just to, just the two of them. I thought that was pretty dope for the judge, and it's not an uncommon thing. But yeah. I thought I thought it was dope. <clears throat> yeah, I I think that 
I think that in any situation like that, we got to think from the kid's best interest. Look, the kid is going through something devastating, and they might never, they might never ever verbalize that. All right? But I know how I felt. Okay, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the whole nip situation, and I'll bring it all the way home. Um, you remember when dad, dad had a close call when it's a small intestine pop, right? Mm-hmm. That's the closest any of us have ever been to not having one of our parents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, we knew Pops was going to make it through, but we didn't know what kind of shape he was going to be in afterwards. You know what I mean? We didn't know if he was going to be Pops or if he was going to be bedridden or, or nigga that needed mad help. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got back to a full strength nigga. But we didn't know that out the gate. And my thought, no bullshit. No bullshit. We was at church on a Sunday, Monday morning. When dad got home, I was thinking, what is going to be our everyday now? Because he's the one that picks us up from our basketball games. You know what I'm saying? Like, he the one that take us to when we got, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking, what is going to be our norm? So I always, whenever it comes to stuff like this, I think about, let's keep the kid normal. Everything else has changed around this child. Dad's gone forever. What is the most normal situation? Okay, I always see, I always see like my dad, my auntie. If Lauren can't do it, if Lauren don't want to do it, if whatever it is, put her with the next person that was always there. Right. To me, it just makes sense. To me, it just makes sense. I'm not going to rock your world more than it's been rocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, I just think that I, I think that when we get in these situations, man, like we think so legally, we think so like we think what will we want? And yeah, that's their parent. Parent ain't like yo, that's an egg and and some sperm. Like that's that's biology. Mm-hmm. Who's been there? Who's been that kid's support system? Who's been that kid's steady, steady keyword? Who's been that kid's consistent keyword? Who's been steady and consistent for that kid? And then mama ain't seen the kid in months, and now she in court like, I want to see my kid. Fuck you want to see your kid for? Mm-hmm. Come visit him like you've been doing. Like you've been doing. Every couple months you see a child. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, shout out to the judge for doing for, for what I think is doing the right thing. For sure. For I doing agree. the right thing, man. Like I agree. See, when I first heard the story, I'm thinking like, that's foul. I'm like, nah. that's foul. Because I didn't I didn't know the whole situation. I'm just thinking, I'm not exactly sure what I was thinking, but all I know, all I remember is reading that somebody's trying to keep a child away from their mom. And that's not what she was doing, but that's what she's doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Keeping the mom away from the child, right? Yeah. You know what I'm like, saying? I, just, I didn't think that was cool. I just didn't think that was cool. See, for me, but after I got more information, I agree that it's the right choice. Yeah. For, for me, it's like... For me, it's like... What's your motivation? What's the mom's motivation for you being gone for months and right now, after dad's gone doing that? What's your motivation? What is your motivation for right now wanting something to do with your kid? Because before... You was like, yo, Nip, you got it. You, I, you come in and out month, month, weeks, days, whatever it is. 
But you wasn't the kids every day. You wasn't what they were leaning on. Mm -hmm. You wasn't their provider. What's your motivation then? Like, um, I think I posted something on on our Instagram, and I was asking people like, "What is your motivation?" You know, like, and Vanessa and a couple other people like, um, mm -hmm. Vanessa says something that, and Vanessa always, Vanessa, we fuck with you. Right. Thank you. She like anything we post, she fucks with. But she was like, Aaliyah, my daughter. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're a mother and you see a kid every every couple months. None of us take Nip as a dude that wouldn't like let his mother be around a child. Unless, and if he couldn't, it's because you got something for real going on. And that that's really like my biggest thing with all this. Because Nipsey was such a man of respect and such a stand-up guy and not involved with any drama. And so for all of his like family business to be aired out like this, I really don't like that. Yeah. I really, really don't like it. Because he, he wouldn't have stood for this while he was alive. I mean, I mean, of course, if this no, situation no, these wouldn't are things happen. That, no, these are things that happen when... I get it. I just when somebody like, passes... For a guy like Nipsey, it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. Come you, on, man. You know what? And everything that goes on, like, everything that goes on, like, that, that's gone on since Nip is, like, gone to a better place. Um... It just, it just makes everything so much more real. Like... I don't know this man, bro, but I feel like I was close to his life or that I could sympathize with his journey. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And our family don't do the best with death. And I can only imagine what I can only imagine what them people is going through right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's but it's nice to um it's nice to know that that kid's gonna have some consistency. That child's gonna have some consistency, you know what I mean? And that, and to me, that's the biggest thing. But like back to what I was saying, like your motivation. Like Geo says something like, like like I ask you, like what is your motivation? And I have, well, first of all, my family, my son and my wife. Um, my motivation is being able to create freely and get paid for it. I want to be able. I, I don't. Okay. The short answer. My motivation is not having to work for anybody but myself. That's my motivation. Okay. Like, I have... I have a bunch of different things that motivate me. But, like, when we pose a question on Instagram, like, I felt like people always, like... And it made me feel some kind of way. Because I got a bunch of things that motivate me. Mm -hmm. And it's led me, like, to be honest, just, like, a simple question. And I'm just trying to come up with content. I'm going to keep it a bean. Like, my motivation, like, I got a bunch of things, and it made me feel a kind of way. Because, like, to be to be honest, I don't feel like as a married man I should have multiple, like, or mad things. Like, I got hella shit that, that motivates me. And I feel like my motivation, like, I'm a I'm a new like I'm a newlywed. I haven't been married a year. And my singular motivation ain't just my wife. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It you know what I'm saying? Like part it's part part of that is it is that. For sure. It's my wife, it's our future, it's what is it's the plans we have. And now I'm getting more serious about making my plans. Like shit, you know better than anybody. Before I was married, before before my wife, before Bird, 
I was like, yo, I could take care of myself forever. I don't really got to do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now I got hella shit that, like, I got a sense of urgency. Like, I got hella shit that I want to do and I want to do now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like I ain't really got time to bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told my business partners, like, when, and, and when it started to close, like, yo, I'm a married man now. Like, like the first couple of years of a business, you can expect to make no money. Fact, and this is a stat, everybody out there, if you start a business, 90% of businesses do not go past a year and never make a million dollars. Never break the million dollar mark. So if you think you go get rich because you started a business, the odds are against you. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying if that's your only motivation... Don't think because you're working for yourself or only your own situation that you gonna have more free time. I don't. It don't get down. Like Fuck that. no, you are gonna have less. Much less. Because when you go to a nine to five, you know you're working nine to five. The rest of the time is yours. When you when you working when when you working for yourself, you get off of your nine to five, and then you edit it all day. Or you are making calls and you planning and you are doing what I'm doing or you or you trying to get next year ready, because you know y'all can't afford to have another year how you had this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so my motivation has been split and I've, and I've had to like deal with that. Like internally, I haven't even like, I haven't even like told my wife that like my motivation is her part of my motivation is her and our future and what we want to do. Like we want to be able to say, yo, I want to go to Egypt in the summer and I ain't got to change nothing lifestyle wise. I just got to book the tickets and go. Set aside the time to where I ain't got to do nothing and go. That's how we want to live. That's my motivation. That's part of my motivation. Right. Part of my motivation, like you said, I don't want to work for nobody. Yeah. Like I said. How do I accomplish traveling and doing all that stuff and how I want to work and not work for nobody? Mm -hmm. That means my business got to be profitable enough to where I can't, to where I can take the time off or where I don't have to work for nobody. So that's it. That's just such an urgency, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was telling my boss today, and he's he's a my boss, like he's a he's a great man. Like it, it like I admire him. I admire him because like he he starts businesses because he wants to he starts businesses because he wants to employ people so he could take care of people's families. You know what I'm saying? Like he do he does his shit for the right reason. And I was telling him today, I was like, man, like. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it on a scale how you do, but like I want to be able to do what you do, man. Like, yo, in the summer I'm about to go to Belize, man. Me and the family go go to Belize, and ain't gonna be a problem. Like, like he talks about huge sums of money, like, like it's whatever. But he's talking about it in a business sense. In his personal life, he's very like, he's very frugal. thrifty, mm-hmm. frugal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's like, and he says, if I want to live the way I want to live. I have to be frugal here. I have to be frugal there. You know what I'm saying? Like he he said he talked to his booking. He said he talked to his uh, the guy that keeps his books. He said, "Yo, just tell me how much I spent on dining." I remember you telling me this. Dining, and homeboy said it was something close to like thirty grand in a year. He said he almost had a heart attack. He said he told his wife, "We're not eating out a, a fucking ever again." He said we spent thirty grand. He said, there's families that don't make that. And he's telling me this. He said, there's families that don't make 30 grand a year. 
And we spent that eating out bullshit. We shitted out 30 grand. That's what he said to me. We shitted out 30 grand eating. Ain't nobody living this good. Right. Ain't nobody living this good where you could shit out what somebody making a year. Fuck that. We could have gave that money to somebody. And I'm like, yo, like, this might be one of the best people I know. Because he could afford to live like that. He's like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything's in perspective of, like, where you want to go, what's your motivation, um, and how do you get there? So, like, I've been, like, I've been on a quest pretty much, like, for a week now to, like, really nail down, get on wifey and nail down what our goals are for the next five years. And how do we get there? How do we get there? No matter what we got to do, whether we got to tear down our current structure and build it back up, but where do we want to be in five years? Like, I made it a personal goal. For me, in 10 years, I want to own a Tesla, and I don't want to be paying on it. I'm tired of paying for gas. This shit makes me mad. Tesla, with 35 grand? Fuck it, buy one. You know what I'm saying? And never pay gas again. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, my, that's one of my, like, down the road goes. You know what I'm saying? But in the meantime, how do you get there? How do you build that out? Like, whatever your motivation is, it has to be, like, I would tell anybody, like, your motivation has to be setting you up for your end goal. If, if, if your motivation is, like, I want to have a billion dollars, how do you get to a billion dollars unless you got a great idea? So that means you should probably be going to school. That means, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's going to take a while to get to a billion. If you think you're going to do that in five years, you're probably mistaken. Like, your, your goal has to be realistic. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and Gio says something um, about his motivation that, like, that I was like, <laughs> makes sense because it's Gio. He's like, promises that I made to myself. That was probably the realest one promises I Promises I made to my younger self. That was the realest one I read. And that made me think, like, what was I what was I telling myself? What was I saying ten years ago to where I'd be as a thirty two year old man? And am I there? And see for me, I never I never really had an exact job that I wanted to do. Never. When I was younger I wanted to be in the NFL. You get a little older you realize like I right, bro, I'm five seven. In high school I'm five nine now, but at the time in high school I'm like, alright bro. Five seven, I weigh like one thirty. <laughs> you said one thirty. I was about to say one fifteen. <laughs> right, one ten. Right, I'm, you know what I'm saying. Probably ain't gonna pan out. But honestly, the the one thing that I always stay consistent with, well, I can't even say consistent. For me, I, at first I used to say I wanted to be famous. People always like, go oh, get you some money. Yeah, it's easy to get money when you're famous. <laughs> it's easy to sell things when you're famous. That's not yeah. one. But I wanted to be famous, but that that more morphed into, I just want everybody to know my name for the right reasons. That's all. I just want everybody to know my name for the right reasons. No? For sure. I just want everybody to know my name for the right reasons. That's all. Um, oh, yeah, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Um, what do you do to keep your ego in check? Um, you know what's funny when you, when you sent because th- just so you guys know, like me and Mike don't talk about whatever we're gonna like. Whatever we tend to talk about on a, on a podcast, we don't talk about it. We 
This is how our text message, this is how our, our thread goes. Topic, how do you check your ego? And I might go, ha, 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 or damn, yo, that's oh, crazy. That'll or, be a good talking point. Yeah, or I'll be like, that'll be dope to talk about. But we don't talk about this shit. Literally, we say, topic, colon, here's the topic. We don't talk about like what how we're going to try to hash it out, and our even, opinion on it. We yeah. just say, I want to talk about this, and then we talk about it. And even in pre-production, pre-production is like, yo, what's up? I'm playing with my nephew. I'm saying, what's up? I'm saying, what's up to my sister? Like, that's our pre-production. Like, we might have a little bit of Jack Daniels, but that's our pre-production. We literally only talk about the first topic we want to talk about. Yeah. So maybe how do we want to start today? Maybe that's part of our problem. Maybe we should really figure out how we're going to do that. But I, honestly, I like that we do it that way. Yeah. We're so, going to figure out these like, segues. So when you <laughs> sent that, I started thinking about it. And um, where I got to, okay, so I was thinking about it. I was like, do I ever check my ego? That, that was the first question that came to mind. We said, how do you check your ego? I asked myself, do I ever check my ego? My answer is no. I don't ever, ever in my life, I can't I can't remember a time where I've had to check my ego, like, yo, you're going too far, or yo, calm down, or nothing like that. I wouldn't say that people would categorize me as humble. Because I have no problem telling you what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I have no problem telling you that I'm better than you at something. Same. But I don't check my ego and um but I don't go overboard with my ego either, and I think it's how I think it was how we was raised. And I'm not, and me personally, I'm not in the business of making people feel smaller so I can feel bigger. I feel big all the time, and I would like you to join me on feeling like this. It's a great feeling. You feel me? That's how I rock. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like. like go ahead, my bad. Like a big thing, and I don't think she would. I think I don't think she would mind um, me talking about this, wifey. But when I first met her, um, she didn't have the confidence that she has now. She wasn't. Um, I look at her. I'll put it like this because I know she's going to hear this. I look at her and I see much stronger of a woman, a much more confident woman, a much more sure of herself woman. Than I did when we first met. And I like to think. That you had a hand in that. That's some rub off from. She's around somebody that's confident all the time. I don't check myself. I have no problem telling you. Yo. You're wrong. Because I'm right. And I don't always think I'm right. I'm open to being wrong. A lot of the time you do. That's a fact. That's a fact. Part of the dope shit of being me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not tripping. It don't crush me. Right. It don't crush me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I like to think because, I mean, experiences that me and my wife had that some of her, like, some of her, like, a, a lot of it had to do with her, like, finding herself and being comfortable with herself. But a lot of it, I mean, some of it would have to be being around somebody who's unapologetic about being themselves. If I'm cocky sometimes, I guess I am. You know what I'm saying? I have times where I'm not so cocky and I got things that I'm not confident about. All of us got insecurities. I've said that on this podcast before. All of us have insecurities, but I don't dwell on those things. So, like, I don't think I have, like, a big ego where I make people, like, where I have the need to make people feel small. But I don't I don't ever check my ego either. You know what I mean? I think that that's, that's like... 
motherfucking part of me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Part of whatever ego it is that I have. No, nah, and nah, I feel you on that. And that's that's one of the things that I think is super dope about you. That you're going to feel how you feel. You're going to say what you're going to say. And you're going to stand on it. No matter where the fire is coming from. No matter where the heat's coming from. You're going to stand on it. And sometimes it's it, it's annoying. And sometimes it's like, dang, this nigga's real stubborn. But I still admire it. I still admire it. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how my <laughs> My wife does a good job of letting not letting my ego get out of hand, but I'm also pretty good at not thinking I'm just the hottest thing out. You know what I mean? Well, and I'm okay, pretty let, good at let that. me say this, and, like, and I'm and I'm good at and I'm good at in the moment. Like if I if say we are hooping, I'm terrible in the moment. Say we are hooping and I cross somebody and let, now if you're talking to me, if you're talking trash, then oh yeah, I'm talking and you're gonna feel everything. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Not physically, but like you don't feel everything that I'm saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But if we're just, if we're just, it's just a casual and we hooping and I cross a nigga shaking and cash the three, I'm not finna go ham like I'm the hottest nigga in the gym. I'm not. But as soon as I get home, babe, I was like Iverson in that thing. They couldn't hold me. <laughs> I look know, like Iverson in that thing today. You know what I'm saying? I so so that's how I keep my ego in check. See, I took, and I, I, took I, I even told wife that I was like, I just want you to know, I appreciate you listening to me acting like I'm hot. I'm hot-ish or whatever. I was like, but I just want you to know, I don't ever talk like this out. Yeah. So when I come home and I tell you that I felt like I was Kobe in the gym today, when I tell you I dropped the verse, I was like, yeah, I, I, I was like, hove, I one took that thing today. <laughs> I don't talk like this with anybody else. Yeah. So when I come home, it's just me like real confident in what I just did, and I got to get it off with you because I don't get it off yeah. in public and look like the cocky nigga. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know who uh, who is arrogant with theirs? Who? Who's arrogant with theirs is uh, Gucci. Daddy. Not Gucci Mane. Daddy. Gucci the brand. Yeah. Because that's on purpose. The turban thing? Yes. That's on purpose. Okay, so look. They're letting Black Twitter do all their promo. You you, you, you sent this to me. I didn't... I've unfollowed Gucci everything. I've told my friends, like, fam, if you're rocking Gucci, I'm looking at you funny. All that other shit over over their last fiasco. You know what I'm Daddy. saying? Daddy. Hold on, Buffy. Pardon. Mm-hmm. So, just this Gucci turban thing. And, like, so after you sent the picture, it was literally just of the turban. And Gucci's putting this out as a fashion thing. So, I go on. The first thing I said to wifey, she was next to me when you sent it. No, she was she was with me. She was with me when I was looking at it when I got home, when I was researching or whatever, right? So I go, "Hey, babe, look at this shit." She's like, "Yo, what the fuck are they doing?" Like her words, like, "Yo, what the fuck are they doing?" I said, "They're doing this shit on purpose." So I showed her the picture that you sent of the like uh, TMZ or whatever clip it was, letting Black Twitter. I think it was Black Sports Online posted it or whatever that you sent me. Um, so I go on the Gucci site. And they're promoting this like, like this is some new head wrap that they got popping. They got white boys in it. They got blonde hair, blue eyed white boys in this shit. Okay, so you guys are doing this shit on purpose. That's my thing. Because even who you're trying to put in these. I want to sense you, bro, but just try not to cuss white bear in here. Yeah. So just like, even who you're trying to like incentivize to cop these is not the right like not look, I, I just Gucci's doing this on purpose they are race baiting 
Um, everybody that has a Gucci belt, everybody that has a Gucci shirt, you should be offended. You should be disgraced. You should be angry enough to throw that $45, 80 $50 t-shirt away or that $150 hoodie away. No more. Never wear that belt again. No minority should be in Gucci, bro. Not one. Yeah. Not one. You, know you see what they'll do to you. you it, know ain't, it ain't just, bro. It ain't just black people. It ain't just Muslims or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, if you're a minority, you should not be wearing Gucci. And I'm My, looking at you funny if you do. After the last, straight like uh, that. I'm looking at you Gucci, funny if you wear Gucci. Yeah. After the last Gucci fiasco, my assistant coach, um, she, um, my assistant coach, she was like, oh, like, I was thinking about getting this Gucci belt. And we had practice. I'm like, yo, you about to buy a Gucci belt? Like, you're a Hispanic woman. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I put her on game. And she was like, well, I just like Gucci. And so I was like, just so you know, I'm looking at you funny. Don't wear a Gucci belt to our games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not telling her she could do what she wants, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I was joking with. I was like, yo, don't wear that to our games, man. Like business. People know how I give it up, and I'm gonna have to say something to you if you wear that in my face, right? You know what I'm saying? Like Gucci, like you guys are disgusting. I hope you, I hope you hear this. You guys are clowns, bro. Nobody. This so is you another know example. I started not to talk black about people it. in the room. I started not to talk. No, no, no. This is on purpose. You can argue that the other thing is this is no, on purpose. No, no. After the last thing, this is intentional. Yes, that's why I said they're race baiting. Put black people, whoever you're trying to market to, put them in the room. They'll tell you that this isn't okay. That sweater had to have sold for them to do this again. It had to have. Nah, and maybe and maybe it didn't. But this is getting look. We're talking about it. Baron, chill out, man. That's exactly what I was about to say. I started not to because that's what they want. Yeah. But we dissing them, so it ain't like we, I mean, but I mean, that's what they want. Yeah. They feel like any promo is good promo, so whatever. Like, I, guess this goes, I guess this goes along with what we've been talking about right now. Like, somebody asked us, Ben, calm down for me, please. Um, um, cousin Josh asked us, like, have you ever been, um, I guess have you ever been criticized for being articulate? And I, let me read exact. Let me let me read this exact question. Yeah, have you ever been criticized by others for speaking articulately? Who said that? Um, Josh is when we, when you pose the question. Um, what should we talk about? Okay. Um, have you ever been criticized for speaking articulately? I, I won't say I've been criticized. I've um, people have been shocked though. I mean, if you're a black person and you give a damn about how you speak, like in public, like I tell people all the time, how I speak with my friends and how I speak in a business place is totally different. Yeah, go ahead. Is like totally different. You know what I mean? I use different vernacular, um, different expressions. I'm more expressive when I'm talking in the comfort of my home or with my friends. And I think we all do that. I think that it becomes there becomes a line when it's like when it's black culture or when it's like minority culture when it's not the mainstream culture. I think that people start looking at things and they go, "Oh my gosh, like oh, you can you can talk like me." Like what what? Are you surprised like pe- people have literally said and any black person will tell you like it's like, "Oh, you're well spoken." Are you surprised that I'm well spoken? Um, do you think that, do you think that all black people 
are incapable of speaking to you in a certain way. You know what I mean? And I don't even knock people that I understand the lingo of the streets. I understand the lingo of the hood. I understand other people's vernacular. I know what they mean when they say certain things. Like even my Hispanic brothers and sisters, they have a certain lingo. And I understand that lingo. And not saying that I speak Spanish, but they're, they're slang and all of that other stuff. I understand those things. It's not hard. But when people say, oh, you're well-spoken, it's like, okay, like you're surprised that I'm speaking in a manner that you can understand. That's how I look at it. Like, so, yeah, I guess I have been criticized or I would look, I would take it and say, like, I've been looked at a certain way for, like, I, we surprise people, minorities. We surprise people when we're in a business place and we speak in business terms. We surprise people when it's not a, you know what I'm saying or what's good or whatever it is comes after every sentence. We surprise them when we say that. So yeah, like I have, like I have, I have taken people aback because I I can speak professionally, like you know what I'm saying. Like I I met like business people that you get them in a bar, get a couple of drinks, and they talk like a sailor. I'm not surprised that they do that, nor am I surprised that they could speak in business vernacular. You're a businessman. I hope that you can. I can't say that I've had people shocked that I'm articulate or you know, anything like that, but I can say, though, I did notice, like, because after, you know, you get older, you get more educated, you do more reading, and just naturally your vocabulary changes, and I did notice friends that I had been with every day, and that I have been speaking to on a regular basis, when they notice the change in the way I speak, I can, I can tell, yeah, pull them up, I, I, I could tell it was a, Hmm, like, that's interesting. And I could tell even one of my friends, I won't put him on blast, but I could tell even one of my friends for a while was looking at me like, like, are you, are, like do you talk like this all the time now? Or are you Daddy. trying to show us that you, like, like, yeah, what, that you what's, do this. Like, what's going on yeah. here? I, I, I just, maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Because whenever we would be arguing about something or debating about something and I would start speaking, he would just kind of start looking at me like, hmm. That's interesting. Because we're getting deep in this, we might not be able to get to everything we want to get to. Yeah, you're right. But and I think that um, I think that we should save that abortion stuff for next time when we got the time to talk about it properly. Okay. People want to know what we're watching on Netflix. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe we should end on that. Okay, let's do that. Maybe we should end on that. Yo, on Netflix. No, well, I, I took it. I took it as I didn't take it as just Netflix. I was like, what you watching? Okay, that's how I took it. Baron, go over there. Come over here. Go get your ball. Go over there. Thank you. Like, what I... No, you go ahead, man. Come sit right here? No. Okay. Go over there and play. Um, What you watching on Netflix? I'm right now... What you watching? Well, on Netflix specifically, just to answer that question directly, I'm watching that show Jailbirds. Bro. I mess with it. I'm all caught up. Like, I'm at at that, that, that... So... That sixth episode or whatever it is. You know what's funny? Like, me and Darius started watching that last week. Uh-huh. That's out of sack. Yo, he know like three people on that movie. He put I was he put me on. I started watching oh, it because I was watching it. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. at the house when he started watching yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I mess with it. Yeah. I like that show a lot. That show, yo, you know what's funny? So Jailbirds is a show on Netflix. It's a uh I don't want to say a, a kind of a documentary piece, 
on it, but it's got it's like it's an episodic thing. They're inside of a, a women's jail in Sacramento, and they they're giving you like all the stuff, but pretty much the whole rundown, the whole way they giving live, giving you their backstory, some, how they exactly got there. Some, some of the inmates' their story, what they did to they, get they're there. They're telling you how it is to be in a sack in a sack jail system on the women's side, though. Yeah, on the women's side, very different from what you would think. And some of these stories is kind of crazy. Um, I'm also watching Jailbirds, but um, just in general, like, did we talk about Game of Thrones at the start of this? No. No, okay, so, I, I'm a throny. Not at all, never I'm seen a one so I've been watching Game of Thrones, I've seen all of it, I'm all the way caught up, I am a throny. Um, Game of Thrones, the last episode just aired this Sunday, so I'm finished, I'm finally finished, man. It's been a long road. We're here now. It's been a dope. It's been a dope damn near 10 years. It's been like nine or something like that. Um, but Game of Thrones has just ended. And I could live I could live with how the show ended. Like the uproar and everything that people were going on on the show. Like this has been a show that has built has been built on what you think is gonna happen will not happen happen and now because the end of the show ended on some shit where it ain't what you thought would happen everybody in the uproar right Mm -hmm. so Daenerys got kicked spoiler alert if you haven't heard it if you haven't watched and if you haven't watched it's on you spoiler alert John kills Danny everybody know this by now yeah John killed Danny Bran's on the throne Tyrion's the hand uh Sansa got the north as his own as his own as his own realm um Arya dipping that's what I'm mad about my girl Arya they just oh she going to go go explore where the maps don't show like I want some closure to her story but it wasn't nothing that I couldn't see I thought Bran ending up on the throne was a twist but what I'm watching now me and wifey so how it goes in my house is me and my wife both have shows that we watch without each other and then we have a show that we watch Every night with each other. At least one episode. I wish I had that. Keisha don't be trying to watch TV with me, man. Look, this might get her into it. I mean, we always watch... No, we're going to always watch The Office. No, but I'm talking about like no, something no, no. new. Some new shit. Get some new content in your life. I do. She just don't watch it with me. Watch these two shows. Keisha might not like this, but you'll like this. Because... If it's up the same... If it's up the same alley as Game of Thrones, I'm probably not going to like no, it. No, 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 no. Okay. It's not. But I say you probably like this because we're our father's children. We like espionage type governmental shit. Right. Designated Survivor. Derek put me on it. I think I've heard of that. It's on Watch, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Watch that show. Okay. Designated Survivor. So, Designated Survivor, if you guys want a good show to watch, I'm about to give you two great ones. Actually, go ahead. No, no, no. No, what are you saying? I was, I was going to say another show that I'm watching is Claws. This show, Claws, bro, with, uh, oh, oh shit. I wanted to. On her name. Hey, yo. Karuchi is really good in this show, bro. I want to watch this show, but I just... Uh, bro, I, Niecy I Nash, that's her name, the lead character, Niecy Nash. She's really dope. It's a show about, like, they own... Niecy Nash owns the nail shop and all, like, her nail techs. They all do nails. They're, like, the hottest, like, nail shop in, the, in, in, in Florida or in wherever they at. Yeah, they're somewhere in Florida. I don't know the exact city. But and they're doing dirt on the side, right? Right, and they launder. Yeah. They, they're doing dirt, like, selling... They they doing dirt. I ain't gonna give yeah. you all that, but they're doing dirt, laundering the money that way. Man, Niecy Nash... Yeah. See, I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch that show, um, but watch Designated Survivor. Here's the premise of the show. Um, if you don't know what a Designated Survivor is, 
Anytime our full government is in one place, there's somebody set aside to be a designated survivor. There's usually somebody a lone totem pole that would never end up being president, right? So the so the premise of this story is the president is given his uh his state of the union. So the whole Senate, the whole everything is in one building. Terrorists blow it up. Everybody die. A thousand people die. Our whole government is gone. The designated survivor is the dude that was like head of housing in the president's cabinet. Who had just been fired from that post. Mm -hmm. But he was a designated survivor. Now he the president. So now it's going through everything with people questioning the legitimacy of his presidency. Him dealing with the problems that come every day. And him trying to rebuild the government. It's a really good show. How they work it is Keith Sutherland. Keith Sutherland. Uh, Keith Sutherland um, is the lead character of the president in the show. Okay. Right? It's a good show. And another show. Um, what's the what's the actor um, from... He's the He's the coach... He's the coach and the father in uh, Friday Night Lights, the TV show. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name, but I know. His but name. he's a really he's good about. actor. He's really and good. And Bloodline, bro. He played. He played the cop that was going after uh, what you call in a uh, that was going after Leonardo DiCaprio. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, love that I know. Movie. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. But no, no, no. Okay, but let me tell you about Bloodline. Bloodline. Um, Tight. It's a family. It's it's like it's like the picture perfect family, but they got a bad egg. One of the brothers is a bad egg. He gone for mad long, and then he come back, and his whole like they had some inner inner family turmoil where one of the siblings Daddy. ended up dead yes. when they was young. One of the siblings ended up dead, Please. um, because of what one of the older brothers did, and all of that, and their family Ooh. turmoil around that, and his Ooh. brother wanted to get back at the family because he don't feel like family. Right, but it's about this family and pretty much their fight and how they play it out. It's so good, bro. Like they're in the they're um, it's like the family owns this hotel, this hotel resort, and they're in paradise, and all of them are living a perfect life, and then the f up brother come back and trying to get at all of them, like, and then they got to do what they got to do to get the brother out of here or get him some help or whatever it is. Like it's a really good show. I think both shows. I think both shows you would mess with like full body. Okay. Like like I said, um, Bloodline, I think you and Wifey could get into. And Designated Survivor, I don't think I don't think the Keeps would like. I think that you would like it though. Okay. Um, but besides Game of Thrones, I'm watching them two shows and, and I'm waiting for the rest of my shows to come back. I'm waiting for Gotham, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh my god, how to get away with murder. So good. If y'all haven't seen that, y'all need to get your asses on that. That shit is fire. Viola Davis killing the game. And hey, yo, speaking of like espionage, it's not really espionage, but and this is nah, and this is <laughs> and this is an old show, but you know, and I used to watch it all of the time. And this is another show that wifey and I watch, even though it's not a new show. Forensic Files, bro. That's what I've been watching on Netflix. Forensic Files. Forensic Files is good, bro. I mess with Forensic Files tough. Forensic Files is good, bro. That's good television. I can't even think of anything else, really. I've been watching... I, I gotta find some something else on Netflix to watch. I've been waiting for another comedy special to come out. Because, like I said, I, I started... I, and I didn't look at the episodes on Jailbirds. And so I thought it was gonna be, like, this long thing that, like, had been came out. And I could watch and really... I got all caught up. Like, you know how, like, on Netflix, it'll just start playing something new. Yeah. I'm sitting there laying this stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go in there. I'm like, wow, that was the last episode? I was typing. Yeah, that's what I think, I'm watching I think I got right two, now. I think I got a, No, I, I got one episode left. Still waiting on This Is Us to come back in September. You, I'll be waiting. You ain't, have you watched Gotham? Nah. Bro, 
You need to get on Netflix and watch Gotham. That's fire. And you'll get sucked in real quick. Um that's pretty that's pretty much what I'm watching. Um Shit, that might be a good place to wrap it up. Uh, look, Blake. Blake uh, had work late. She still didn't get back to me, but I do have a thriving wild black. Okay, let's do it. Um, we we mentioned her at the top of the show. Um, Alex Butts, our our homegirl. We've known her since we were man. We were we were youngins, bro. She graduated her master's degree, um, master's of social work. Um. And, yeah, shout outs to her, man. Just a little bit of her story. That's huge. Yeah, that that's big news, man. Like a little bit of her story. It ain't like it, it ain't no tear jerker or nothing like that. But people live lives, man, and shit happened to them. And to stay the course and to and to keep that one singular goal in mind and to be relentless about that. And if you guys don't know. Like none, you guys don't know Alex. If you if you're listening to this and you do know her, you will you will know what I'm saying. It's 100 percent true. Like she is a resilient young woman. That's big and, and we know, and we know what what our black queens have to go through simply being black queens in this country. Let alone a black queen thriving for academic excellence and pursuing a master's degree. It's not only getting your getting your um. AA and moving on to your BA and then doing all of that like but to hold down a job but to live a to live a a regular life you know what I'm saying like I always like I, I hit Alex up from time to time and I tell her like I, I always I always tell her like keep being great queen I always tell her like I'm proud of her and all that other stuff because she has had to overcome a lot I'm not gonna get in her personal life you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but she has had things and hurdles. She's had to jump, and like I said, just just the struggles that all our queens got to go, not just the ones in school, that all our black queens, all our minority queens for that matter, what they got to go through being in a world and a system that wasn't set up for them. They're, they're uh, 180 degrees removed from the system, like, from who this was supposed to be set up for. They're 180 degrees... The system that we currently live in in this country was set up for old white men. And to be a young minority woman, you're not supposed to win. You're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. And to achieve that is saying something, man. Is is saying something. I couldn't be more proud of her, man. I couldn't be more proud of her, man. Just uh yeah, that's my that's my thriver while black Alex Butts. Master of Social Work. Shout out. Shout out to you, Alex. Hella proud of you, man. Keep pushing forward. Keep being great. Keep setting the example for other young black women. All of that. Really happy for you, man. You dope. Keep shining, queen. We love you. That's a good place to end it, you say? And I guess guess that's it. Family Room Podcast, episode 12. Episode 12. We in this thing. We out, chill. Peace out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Deuce.